You are listening to the Feedback Podcast with my homie back. All right, let's get it started. Welcome <laughs> to the Feedback Podcast, everybody. My name is Back. I got Obi in the house as always. How you doing, man? What up? I'm doing good today. And introducing, I've I've talked about this girl about two shows ago when I realized that the feedback was was entering is uh, was close to ten years. Angela. Angela has been like, I mean, since day one, she was our correspondent. She was doing interviews. She was doing photography. Uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm glad. And you've been on the show before. You've been on the show a couple of times, like back in the day. Yes. So, the original podcast, I believe. Yep. So thank you for, for being here. Thank you for doing this. So <laughs> I want to jump right, right into uh, the big event from last night. If you're not aware, uh, there's this versus thing that's been happening that's put on by uh, Swiss Beats and uh, Timberland. Been going on since the confinement started, right? Around March or so? Yeah, quarantine time. Yeah, Yeah. quarantine. And so last night, I mean, they've had Jadakiss versus Fabulous. They've had RZA versus Premier. They've had uh, Babyface versus Teddy Riley. And last night was the dogs, DMX versus Snoop. So. I want to. <laughs> that's gonna be your first word on the podcast. Was bark? <laughs> oh, wow! All right, Angela, this is gonna be a good show. Um, so first, of, first of all, when when you find out it was announced, like who were you rooting for before even listening? Obi, who were you for? Me? Yeah, I wasn't really rooting for any. Well, come on, who, you had who, who 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 I thought was gonna have like the big like bangers that everybody would start commenting like they would love was dmx like he has all like the hip-hop anthems when when snoop has like just the all-around like tracks but they're like more like chill back late like with the friends or cruising kind of songs but but when i actually watched it <laughs> no 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 don't little, say anything you were oh, so you were teams you were team dmx yeah i was team dmx angela what about you Oh man, I mean, they're both good. Don't get me wrong. They're, they're so good, but in their own way, legendary rappers. I but. feel, I do feel like, of course, like I love all of DMX's music from the past because he really doesn't have anything current. I guess I was more Snoop just because I feel like, you know, we grew up listening to all that music. It was probably like our first set of CDs were like his and like Tupac and so on but i just definitely felt like i was team snoop just because i felt like he always had more content than dmx but god almighty i was telling you earlier i was like i swear i went through the biggest throwback memories of like <laughs> high school i was like oh my gosh i remember my grandma caught me with that snoop dog cd and popped it in half because she was like i can't believe you're listening to this but uh, yeah i think i was team snoop and he did not disappoint. He was lit and turned up and high and whatever else. I was like, this is amazing. See, so, so Snoop, Snoop holds, holds a special place in my heart because Doggy Style 1993 yeah. was, and so 1993, I was 11 years old, was is the first American hip-hop album I've ever heard. That was my introduction to American hip-hop. So... All the songs on there, like I learned by heart. Like you know, you guys know this. I've learned English. I learned English listening to hip hop, and Snoop was a big part of it. So I was going around to all my niggas and my bitches and my bitches and my, all of that, getting juice, shiznit, all those tracks, pump pump, Jesus in the. I didn't know what the fuck you were saying, but I I loved it. I loved it. 
And so when the battle was announced, I was like, yeah, if you look at DMX's career, it was just really the 2000s, like uh, late 90s and the 2000s. That's, that's maybe about five to six years maybe span. But Snoo has been doing it since like 1992, you know, yeah. with The Chronic. And, and you're like, okay, how do, you, how do these two compare? And then it was interesting because, you know, Snoop has been active outside of hip hop. Like he reinvented himself a lot over the past years, you know, from TV show hosts to he owns his own, uh, I think, baseball, uh, football league, I think, for his son. And uh, he has like a wine company. He does all kinds of stuff, but he's still relevant. DMX has been in and out of jail. Yeah. yeah. Give yeah. the guy a break. <laughs> like DMX, for people that have not seen this, has the wildest. Remember the show Behind the Music? Yeah, that shows like their documents their whole career. Yeah, he has by far the craziest, craziest behind the music documentary I've ever seen in my like. It's a miracle that he's alive right now. If you watch that, you're like somebody's making this up. There's no way one person went through all this shit. It's insane, insane. Like to the point he's walk like there's one part in the documentary, just one part where he's walking through a hotel with uh, his manager and shoots like his manager in the foot. Cause he's, cause he's on so many drugs. He shoots his manager in the foot in a hotel and takes off running. And just like, that's one of his arrests, that incident. And like his recently, man didn't, didn't or this is no, well, this before is, he got this big. is, no, this is in the middle of his career when he has big oh. kids. Like, it's just like, who does, the, who lives their life this way? Where it's so reckless. Like it's just, it's dark but, man X. That's but, what he does. Still, <laughs> but still when the, when the whole thing, uh, when the battle happened last night and dude, there's 400,000 people watching this. No, they I hit saw, 2 million. They hit 2 million. Between, oh, cause I was just watching Instagram, it on Instagram. Well, okay. Between Instagram and Apple music and Apple TV, they hit 2 million. Yeah, wow. It was a, it was a, it was a big, big number. I think they, theirs was by, I think the highest rated one. I thought, I thought John Legend and Alicia Keys were no, going to be the no, record no, no, holder, no, no, no. but theirs beat I, it. I, w- I will tell you, to me, it's not the best. Because the one that set the precedence was the Beanie Man Bounty Killer one. No, because, that's, that was just for you because you have no. uh, a personal tie to it, but it wasn't the biggest one that sat no, here's why. by stats. <laughs> no, here, here's why it was, that one was, was uh, game-changing because it's the first one where both artists are in the same room because all the other ones before that, they all had sound problems. Uh, and uh-huh. they, they couldn't figure out like, how, to, how to make it sound right for Instagram, and uh-huh. they kept getting shut down. And it got to a point where Timberland and Swiss Beats were sending like audio kits. Like, here's how you set your shit up to sound good on Instagram. That was before. That was before the Beanie Man Bounty Killer one. And the Beanie Man Bounty Killer one had about, as far as Instagram goes, had over 500,000 people watching worldwide. And um, from that point on, they were like, oh, so it's better in person than doing it, hey, you're in your studio and you're in your studio and you have a band and you're just, you know, with your console and then hope that it sounds right. But now they're like, this is going to be a production. You can put two people in a room and they're going to go at it so you can feel like it's a battle. You know, you can see the body language. You can go talk to each other. They can play off each other. It's way cleaner that way. And the first one that did that was the Beanie Man Bounty Killer battle. And from that point on, they're like, all right, fuck it. Everybody in the same room. 
That's how it's going to be. Six feet apart, though. Yeah. <laughs> but get to the music life. So what do you think about the show in general? Because um, we're talking about all, everything else that's not music. Yeah, well, I want to talk about, I wanted to mention the format, but I, I think that DMX had a lot of songs that you're like, oh, fuck, I forgot about that. Yes. <laughs> and so, but Snoop just dropped classics. Like there's no... Like you, you could, you could, you could have predicted what Snoop was gonna do before the battle. He's gonna do Gin and Juice. He's gonna do nothing but a G thing. He's gonna do What's My Name. He's gonna do uh, this Shiznit. He's gonna do um, Murder Was the Case was kind of the one that I, I wasn't sure about, but yeah, he did that one. He dropped like it's hot, beautiful. Like those are all like if if you if you love Snoop and you're a Snoop fan, it's like yeah, those are obvious. DMX is like has a lot of bangers like you know x gonna give it to you get out of me dog those are like big club like banger banger joints but they don't i don't think they compare to what what snoop has i really don't yeah yeah but i was talking to another friend about this this morning like really there's like i know that's the the con the show concept like we're supposed to when you get the two artists together it's a battle you're we're supposed to keep track that's how we've been doing it in for all the past battles but nobody really lost like everybody no, no, was having no like it's just like it's just like it's so it turns into this big virtual dance party like i love this format like i love that there's going to be a, a weekly day each week with two different two other different artists and it just turns into this virtual house party. Like I, I kept saying it like through, like I, I posted several clips on my, on my Instagram story that I kept seeing other people do the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. And on Facebook, people were kind of like, yo, this is like, this is turned, like my house is a club right now. Cause I'm just, my laptop's pulled up, open the volume's high. And I'm just listening to all these hits by these two artists that I love. <laughs> it's just. You know, it was great. It, it got it was so it's so cool. Like there's even a moment where where NASA, the official NASA site, was commenting on on the song. Like yo, this is like the best. <laughs> this is like the best you know, music I've heard in forever. <laughs> you know, you know what, what was really interesting is that when you think about the songs they have, you know, uh, GMX, what the bitches want from a nigga, and the oh, whole yeah. second verse is all names of girls. Yeah, remember that? You still remember it. Yeah, like yeah. forty something girls. He just starts listening. That's the entire verse, and then you and then you hear "Ain't No Fun," which is probably the biggest like misogynistic song ever made. <laughs> when you think about it, when you think of the lyrics, yeah. uh, uh, and you think about like "Bitch Please" and all the, and you're like, yeah, this was okay. <laughs> back, yeah. I guess that these songs were okay back then, and yet when they dropped those those tracks during the battle all the girls in the chat were like oh this is my jam this is my jam this is my jam I'm like yeah the song's name is bitch please and yeah. bitch this and bitch that and blah blah blah, even, blah i mean even in music like culture changes but it's like we're not i mean but it, it's it's nice that all the people millions of people could like can still enjoy it for that time period when that came out like because it was more just it wasn't really about degrading people it's more about just the atmosphere that it creates like of well yeah i mean going out was, and partying and, and things so you got to put it in context of the time and yeah i, I get that but I, I feel i feel for you know every major outlet have to talk about this battle and i feel for the you know the 
the intern at CNN who doesn't know who these people are and then listens to this shit for the first time. It's got to be like, oh, yeah, this Snoop and DMX are going at it about songs that are pretty, uh, pretty awful about women. Oh, man, I have a story about uh, like Snoop in particular about kids and like maybe I guess millennials or I guess we're millennials to some degree, too. But we I remember working in West Campus and we had a bunch of interns in our office. And I remember we like we closed the office and we had a bunch of work to do. So everybody was like, oh, let's just play music. So we play random uh, like a hip hop station and a Snoop, an old Snoop Dogg song comes on. And one of the literal interns goes, who's that? Like, I've never heard this song before. And I literally never felt so old or I don't know. I don't even no, know. What the I don't think it's that you're old. It's that they're young. Because well, Snoop song, yeah. Snoop, I mean, most of his songs will, will pass the test of time. Like people still jam to Ain't No Fun and Nothing But A G Thing. Yeah. You know, Gin and Juice is still, I mean, you start playing that if you're in, the, in, in that, I don't care how old you are. You got to know gin and juice. It's, yeah. it's, across, it's across every genre. Like, I, I even listened to, like, um, on the Bobby Bones show, like, one of the number one country show, like, on mm -hmm. iHeartRadio. Uh, our host, Amy, is, like, has, like, they have, like, this regular game that they play. She raps gin and juice, all the, like, the lyrics to it. She censors yeah. it. But she yeah. raps, she, like, they all know the lyrics. Like, it's no matter if they grew up in country music or, or wherever, like, there's quite, like, it's kind of like, what do you, it's, it's just, um, in terms of music, what, what makes, like, do you, what makes a classic? Like, a, is, it a classic, a classic? Is, is a classic just a song that hits number one? Or no. is a classic, like, what, what, like, in terms of you, when you think about it, because what I, I told somebody else, like, when I'm listening to this battle, like, these are classic after classic after classic, like, because these are songs that, that they might not have been, like, the, or all hit number one or something, but people, a lot of them, literally did. everyone knows every single word to all these songs. Mm -hmm. And this is like, this is like from decades ago. These are like more than 20 year old songs. And I, these are just like, I mean, look, they won't you, ever get old. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. I think if it's cross generational, where you, you know it, your, your younger brothers, younger siblings know it, your, the kids know it. I think that's where it gets to it gets to that classic level, and and, and I think that it, it starts with um, how big it was, what what impact it made to the to the industry when it came out. You know, you mm -hmm. take a song like uh, like uh, nothing but a G thing. Everybody, if you tell somebody one, two, three, and two to four, everybody knows how to follow that. I don't, I don't, it doesn't matter how old you are. Like, you know, that you know what comes after that. And you know why you know those is because we had to actually like either play it on our cassette tape, write the lyrics down. They didn't always come with lyrics. And I feel like that's how I learned like lyrics to songs. And so it, as many times as you hear it on the radio, you're going to learn something. I think it's the statistic is like 20, you hear something or you do something 21 times, you're going to remember it. Yep. And that's how I remember like, reading or, or really remembering lyrics because oh my gosh it's on the radio record and keep it and then you have like a whole mixtape really yeah, I used to make those mixtapes. <laughs> yeah that I, I used to it. too. I had I had great. you know I had this dictionary of hip hop lyrics that, that I would print out and put in my binder and, and just recite just learn and recite. Go to uh, <laughs> all well all three of us are hip hop heads but like are there other artists that 
that you know are like that have made classic albums that you haven't listened to that you want to give a try to listen like you want to make hip -hop that or to listen out, to outside of hip hop outside of hip hop like for me personally like i i've heard this band talked about a lot and I, and then i started like going and playing old albums i'm uh referring to fleetwood mac i've always heard of fleetwood mac and i was just like but i'm not i'm not, i couldn't really like list all the tracks off of their album like i could list off all the tracks off of a dmx or snoop album but so i started going back and i'm like damn these are good it, it, like it's just like i like and i've always known that because uh clearly this is a, a someone that's in the rock and roll hall of fame like they've made these great hits like it's it's cool to like venture out and, and find other because the same way how happy we were listening to that battle yesterday like mm -hmm. I'm sure they could do that same form format with two other bands. Like it would be cool to kind of see Metallica versus Aerosmith or something in that same format. Yeah. Like how I crazy mean, they would that, that be? Shit anyway, to anything now. I mean, take two producers, take full bands, take, I mean, any genre, it doesn't matter. It could be beat battles. It could be uh, karaoke battles. So it doesn't matter. And it's matter. like the, and the fans win. It's just like, it's exactly though. The, 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 and it's just, we, it's like, you really get to just go and, and reminisce like especially in this time when every all the news is so negative like this is like one of those small little things that oh it's gonna really unites so many people and it's so positive you know yeah. I, i've always said it, if there's one thing that comes out of this quarantine time is people that were creative and started shit started something that is going to blow up you know i mean versus they they just partner with with uh, apple tv and apple music uh, yeah. they're going to, I mean, you take something like that and you put it on TV, that's a hit show. Yeah. That's and then we're going to have to, rely, right. have you to know, rely. you know, they already rejected offers before. Oh, that, yeah, of course. That they have, sure they've been rejected, like, because they wanted to, I, I don't know who was the other person that came up to offer them a show. And they just felt like it wasn't, they, they wanted to really do it kind they didn't really see the full vision of why this concept is so cool and why so many people enjoy it. But I'm glad Apple actually understood it and and they partnered with them and they're blowing it up it's getting uh, it, bigger, it's, it's and, bigger and bigger so as, as far as the your question about classics um you might get mad at me for that but i know a lot of stevie wonder tracks but i don't feel like i know his entire Angela, catalog let's 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 end this this guy, <laughs> see, he, this no, hold on, hold on. Let me. Stevie Wonder. No, no. Look, and I've seen. Stevie I, I, I know. I'm not gonna. I'm, I know. I'm Do you not know his die. entire catalog? Do you know Stevie's entire catalog? Yeah. Okay. No. I'm, hold on. <laughs> it's Motown. <laughs> hold on. Calm down. This, this is exactly what I was talking about. Hold on. Hold on. Keep your pants on. It's okay. He Hear doesn't have any pants on. He's wearing shorts. Probably. Oh uh, no! Don't get up, Obi. Do not get up, please. <laughs> Do not get up. This is. Uh, this oh is. Uh, my gosh. This is going out to the public. Um, I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm more upset that you don't know Stevie Wonder's whole catalog, or the fact that you haven't watched Jurassic Park. I've watched Jurassic Park. So by now you have. But when I when I first asked, because when I first when I first asked him that question, he was like, "No, I haven't seen Jurassic Park. Who's watched Jurassic Park? Oh, it's a classic. Like, have you seen Jaws? I haven't seen Jaws. Who I've seen Jaws. You've seen, seen these after you've seen these after I've questioned you about it. <laughs> like, well, you no, know, I, I should go watch it. I saw it in French. Oh. <laughs> I saw it in France. Jurassic Park was just as big in France when I was a kid. But let yeah. me let me finish my point. Let me finish my point before you blow up at me. Uh, again, I, I've seen Stevie Wonder live. Amazing. I know 
a lot of his songs. What I'm saying is there's a lot of tracks, that, a lot of joints that he's, he's done that I might not be aware of, and I want to dig more into them. And so the, the reason why I say that is because, um, like, I've been listening to Questlove pretty much every day, and he'll go on, like, a three day or four days of Stevie Wonder you know, four days of George Clinton, an entire week of all the Jacksons or um, a new edition. And then I'm like, wow, like out of all the, the tracks he's playing, I might know 40, 40% maybe. And I'm like, I want this. It's one of those things that like, you know, when you're growing up, when you're in it, it's easy to really dive in and research and everything. And so, but now it's like, oh, I have to, you know, I rely on, on, on a Spotify or. Um, yeah, I see what I don't have any excuses. Don't give me, I'm not what getting, about, what about you, Angela? I Classic like, artist that you haven't really dove into. Let's go. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> I've always been like, um, I, I, as cliche as it sounds, like I've always liked soft rock. And like, I, for example, like Van Morrison or like, Oh gosh, I, I, there's probably so many, I just can't think of them right now, but there's just so many like classic, slower, uh, maybe per, perhaps romantic. Fleetwood Mac would be a, another example of that. Like where, I mean, I grew up listening to music in my in the basement in Chicago with my family and my uncle was a DJ. And so he played all of the hits like Motown and Michael Jackson and like all of those genres. But I feel like there's something to be said about that time frame of music where there was like way more, um, I don't know. There was just more thought to the lyrics. I feel like, and it was more relatable to your life. Yeah. And so, have you have you listened? Have you listened to a, a Led Zeppelin album front to back? No. So, but you've heard Led Zeppelin. You are disowned, Angela. Uh, <laughs> like, no, I like, no, even 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 fine. I'll even bring it to somebody even closer. What about Sade album front to back? That's R and B. Like that's that's a cla- like uh, you're judging I, us I see so that, bad right now. No, no, but it's it's this thing because like uh, I I see it with a bunch of you where um you 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 know the you know your 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 music category that you like so you you invest in all those artists and you kind of listen to all their music but then you don't like some people just don't give an effort to kind of go let me let me try to see what's in this genre of music oh, and, and kind uh, of just go when even when even when we know there's like classic like artists in each category like if take take a house music or edm like you you've heard of tessio or like yeah. uh your calvin Harris, like all those people that have made these classic hits or or jazz you've heard of eric clapton and miles davis yeah, but yeah. do you would you go out and and invest like because there's because think about it, there's people in those categories that have no idea what we're talking about right now with how cool it was to watch dnmx and snoop dog mm-hmm. and it's just Good like point. you like you're missing out because you're not expanding and, and kind of going out to kind of learn this like other cultural kind of thing that that t- like two million people plus and like enjoyed and reminisced and, and kind of had all these memories attached to all those songs mm-hmm. but those same but we they could say the same thing about us like yo like in my genre of music i like they they're doing this live stream and it was one of the most coolest things in this time period that that kind of got me out of this funk kind of thing so let me, let's, let me of, tell you actually i have a better one than stevie uh mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I have to tell the story i, I was out it was a, a few months ago 
I was out for, for a friend's birthday and we ended up at, uh, at Empire and it was an all funk party. And it was, uh, Kapiak was on stage. If you're not familiar with Kapiak, they're a local funk band here in Austin. Really dope, talented guys. Um, and I was high as fuck. <laughs> Seriously, I had I was I had I had a I had a pipe. I had I, I took an edible, and I, 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 I stood right next to the sound man, which is where it sounds the best, right? And I'm standing there, and I close my eyes, and then the song comes on, and I don't recognize it. I don't recognize it at first, and in my in in my head, I'm like, oh my god, this is beautiful. This is fucking beautiful. Well, like I, I don't know what it is, and then it co- and then. I recognized it. It was Elton John Rocket Man. Uh-huh. And they were doing a rendition of Rocket Man. And that's in the movie. I mean, I can't say I, I've always known, you know, people who love Elton John, they love Elton John. And I, I respect, I can't say that I know much about his music, but I know that he's a respected uh oh Boris. Oh, Boris, by the way, it was the edible you gave me. <laughs> Is it worse in the chat? Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to put you on blast, but whatever. Well, he said, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Grace he was, cardboard he was, yeah. yeah, he was trying to get me to this uh, black metal festival. Anyway, so and I said, I up, I started tearing up. I started tearing up. Literally, I opened my eyes and out loud, I said, "Damn, I need to give me some more Elton John." Out loud. And I looked around like, oh, shit, oh, nobody heard me. Somebody, I, somebody write late in the chat. Oh, yeah, of course, uh, of course late. Of course late. I, I admit it, you know. I, well, but, but, but is it not fair to say, though, like, if you're talking about music and like, hearing an entire album, then when we were younger where you couldn't just go to YouTube, you couldn't just, I mean, you, we, had to, we were subjected to, these albums that you kind of did have to hear from front to back. We're talking about records. We're talking about tapes. We're talking about CDs at that point. You didn't really, there was no, I mean, then TRL started and then music started becoming like a, like a, it, it was video, not just the actual album. And so like now you're to the point where you don't have to listen to an entire album. You just get to kind of get geared towards you get that one this single. song, that song, this song, the only the hits versus yeah. you hearing a whole album. That's why it should be easier for people to, to venture out. True. It should be easier. Yeah, I mean, like back in the day, we had to like really work hard. Like you had to invest money Columbia in House. each person's album. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, like pivoting, like from music, well, uh, we have Kanye updates. Oh, fuck, man. Did he just uh, tweet? <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, he, he, this, I, I really thought that we talked about it a couple of weeks ago when we first announced that he was running for president. I thought that he, he was just like, uh, that he actually dropped out like, like a few days later because mm-hmm. there's a process to be, to even be on a ballot to run for president. And was you it, have to get signatures. You got to get all kinds of shit. I don't know. Was the it, whole was thing. it you, you're the one that texted me and say that he's having a, a rally right now, right? Yeah. He had a rally yeah. in, in South Carolina and, and there were, so the way it was put together, it was like a last minute type deal. Nobody knew what the hell was going on. There's an article online about a guy who was, who just wanted to go check it out because he saw it was happening and he walked in and literally everybody started asking him, hey, what should we do? And he was just there to attend. So he, he, he had to turn into an event coordinator right then and there because uh-huh. he looked the part. 
And he told me, well, okay, well, you know, there's the green room. Go make sure you set that up and then set up the, the stage and everything. But oh, it was a shit show. The, the place actually I'm, holds a thousand people. They had about maybe 200, a little less than that. And people uh, thought that Kanye was going to perform. That's the main reason why people showed up. Uh, yeah, I knew I could tell immediately once, so once all this news started breaking that, because since I'm, a, I guess, because I guess I'm tuning because I know Kanye's history. I know that he's he has bipolar and he has these episodes, like mm. in and this sounded this just sounded exactly like one of the episodes. So I'm like, man, to the outside, I guess from people that that only hear him in, in news stories, they feel like because I kept seeing a bunch of people like kind of wipe it off, like, oh, guys, stop talking about it. This is a publicity stunt, like. He's only it doing is. this to promote his album or whatever. They're like, no, this he's he's in a real medical <laughs> crisis. It's one of those medical crises, like you know, typically like when somebody like has like a disorder or they're sick, they would end up like going to a hospital because there's something physically like uh, off about them. Like if they have a, a temperature or they're, they're in pain or something. But his disorder is something that that. Physically, he he's he's doing okay, but it, mentally, like his mind is he's bouncing there. all over the place. And he look, and it's like he looks like he's healthy, but he's not really healthy. He he's supposed you to know. be on on specific medication, but but at the same time, I I kind of I I know I kind of I know his his I understand his struggle with with being on meds and being off of meds because I'm currently. Like disclosure, like I'm taking uh, antidepressants and, and and anxiety medication, and it it's there's something about those types of medications that that that's not something that you just take and you kind of continue on where like you're taking a multivitamin that that actually it changes your whole mood. It makes you it takes all your energy away, mm-hmm. and a lot of and half the medication makes you want to go to sleep. So if he if that's the medication that he's on, that those types of medications where he takes this so much and he's just tired of feeling that groggy or, or, or sleepy and he, he just doesn't want to take it anymore. I see the frustration with not wanting to, but it's just though the side effect of not taking it is you have these episodes and when your whole family's trying to get you to help but you, and, you're, and if you're the person just trying to explain to them like, I hate how these medications make me feel but I don't know what else to do to like not make my mind do what it's doing. He's in this like catch 22 kind of situation. So, and then, and the bad part about it is like, you're, you, it's like, if he was a, a regular citizen, he could kind of go through this like in private and it wouldn't be making news headlines all over the place, but he's a, he's a famous person. His wife is a, like another famous person. It's like your, your, your whole struggle is like being recorded, like for the whole world to see it's, it sucks. I really, I have a lot of like empathy for what he's going through, what Kim's going through. The I, whole family, like, it's a rough thing to experience. Sure. And so take everything he's saying with like a grain of salt. Like he's not, it's not a legit presidential run. It's not a legit. No, but hold on, hold on. Um, I, I, I think that the problem here is not the fact that he, uh, that he has a mental illness because mm-hmm. I, I think it, it's, it's been recorded. I think people are aware there's, there are two things I think that, 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 um, that really, what, what makes his story sad and bad. 
One is his track record in terms of trying to in, in, in getting attention and just for marketing purposes is there. And he has an album dropping called Donda. That's, that's, that's not a coincidence. And second, and, 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 and the fact that he, he, he's getting that attention and he, everybody's going to be talking about it, 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 uh, it distracts everybody from what's been happening. We're, we've been talking a lot about what's going to be the distraction. And that's, that's what it does. That's what, I mean, that's what it did. That's what it did this time in a, in a major way. Cause announcing you're running for president and then holding a rally and then wearing a bulletproof vest and talking about Harriet Tubman didn't really free the slaves. She actually got slaves to work for other white people. Like people won't talk about your ass. You know that. But on top of that, I think that, and, and Kim released a statement about bipolar and, uh, okay, but he, he should listen. He should have people in his corner that say, look, man, it's not a good idea. You're sucking, you, you're sucking the energy out of, uh, uh, you're going to be sucking the energy out of everything, one. And two, you're just going to be, you're making, you're making yourself to be, uh, to be a fool out there. So it's like he has no friends. But, uh, he can do yeah. whatever whatever he wants in the name of yeah, I'm bipolar, and then nobody. I mean, if somebody, what about, somebody is well, sick, if somebody is sick, I think it's it's their entourage or their friends or whatever to say, look, man, you got we got to check you in. We got to help you. This is not the way to do this. Running for president and saying crazy stuff on that's going to be recorded, that's going to go viral, is not a good idea. So where where are your friends at? Where is wife at? What about you, Angela? What do you, what do you take away from this? So, well, hold on, was, Obi, what do, what do you agree? I have a, a comment, but I want to I get, before I say what I want to say, like, I want Angela. I, I think, so, where, kind of where you left off about, like, where, where are the friends? Where is the family? I mean, we're, you know, you're talking about um, somebody that's obviously so high profiled obviously he has an entire family including his own including the kardashian family but you have to really think about what it means to say someone has a mental illness right like let's say his anxiety his bipolarness all of those things um you know in our lifetime we've obviously met people that have those those types sure. of disorders but i can't say for myself like as an outsider seeing that like for someone else, like you want to help, it is your, it is in a human nature to want to help other people. But at the same time, you know, I don't know who he's around, but there are people that are fearful that if they come to him and say, hey, you really need to consider, you know, getting therapy or, you know, regulating your, your, uh, your medication and making sure you take it, all those things. Like, that's a touchy subject for anyone, much less someone that's close to you, which, Again, it's not like you can't get that support from your family, but it's also like it is it's almost like taboo. Like you don't want to push them over the edge by saying, Hey, you should do this and you should I, I can see where it could be hard for someone to approach that. You know what I mean? That's kind of like what I think. Having yes yes people around you when you're like this is not helpful at all. Like, but so my response is like, you, you realize his bipolar disorder, like it's not just the negative, the negative stuff you're seeing, right? Sure. Like when, when he's doing all the good stuff, when he's making all those big, that's his disorder too. It's both, yeah. it's both parts. I, so I, it's kind of, of like, course. but so, so it's an, it's not, this is not just a, 
I'm not, oh, I'm not always, always. These no, 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 no. Like... I'm not, I'm not downplaying it. You know, he's a genius, genius in his own right. When it comes to, to music, there's no, there's no denying yeah. that. And, you know, when you think about it, a lot of artists, there was something, a lot of them had something fucked up in their head. That's why they were able to create that. You know, you can go back to, you know, to Michael Jackson, to James Brown, to all these greats. And you're like, yeah, there was something messed up. And that's what, I mean, messed up and yeah. in quotes, but that's what helped them. And that, that's how they found mm-hmm. their muse. And that's how they're able to put out this kind of art. I'm all for that. I'm, all I'm saying is this is not the right time or. Um, I mean, I, I agree with. To the... do something like that. It's especially when, you know, you know, the kind of rhetoric that you've had in the past and it's come back and bite you in the ass before, many times. Yeah. You have a, you have a mm-hmm. backtrack record of sucking the yeah. attention and then making a fool out of yourself. And, and then you put out music and everybody forgives you. No, you can't have it both ways. Well, yeah, but then I mean, there's no I, repercussion of that too. Like he could honestly say, you know, you're, he's having this episode, let's call it that, right? He's having this outcry of, I can't deal with my life or this isn't fair or whatever's going on in his like personal life as far as his marriage. But I also feel like people think about um him in a different light like as in he doesn't really have anything to worry about but he has all these other issues you know what i mean yeah so but, i don't know no but it, it's not if he if he was running for something else like run for like start your own another business or what yeah go do that but we're talking about presidents presidency yeah. this is not nothing you no, can't just yes. throw your head in the ring and say i'm gonna be president i'm gonna give a million dollars to every baby no, but that, but what you, but what you're saying, the, pre, the, the running for president thing, like that disorder, it's, it's like, um, so when you're on the Medicaid, it, that's supposed to kind of help, help you kind of, you know, when you, all the stuff that you think in your mind, we go through like a filtering process where we know like, hey, I shouldn't say this because this is not like the right time or place sure. to say this kind of thing. But his, how I'm seeing him kind of handle his disorders all these thoughts and ideas that he just kind of has in his head, he just, he spits them out and he sure. thinks these are like okay. real things. So he goes, so instead of him going through that whole check and balance that we all do when we have crazy thoughts, we want to say something that's kind of foul or savage. He's actually going out and just saying everything unfiltered and doing it like, dude, I could be president. I'm actually going to run and go out, leave his house and do it. That's kind when... of, kind of mental. That, that's the, the, the only thing he's feeling right now is like you, like if you know, you need to take a break from your meds or whatever. You should know that you you need to listen to the people that are close to you, your your support system to help you through that kind of situation. You don't you don't start going taking things too far because people are gonna take you seriously. You have a big phone. People are gonna take you seriously. Yeah, you got if fans you say who this, do it just as a joke. People will do not, this as a joke, and we don't need jokes right now. They're not gonna think that hey. I'm 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 just kind of venting or, or spinning out whatever is coming into my mind. Like, but there's an update. Like, so I guess today I saw it on TMZ that they're I guess they're they've done this before in the past when he did his whole TMZ rant. But I think they have uh, they're trying to stage like some kind of intervention. His family they flew a bunch of people. I out hope to so. LA. I saw that. Chappelle, Chappelle went to see him in Wyoming. Yeah, yeah they Chappelle went to go. They should they should bring in DMX recently. to do the prayer. Because DMS knows how to pray, <laughs> but hopefully, hopefully, this will it'll be enough for him to kind of snap but, out of it and, and kind of realize, hey, I need to like, if if the meds are not what I want to do right now, I need to do something, another thing. 
I need to avoid media right now and just really take care of myself and and not lash out at because now he's just he's lashing out at the people close to him. He's he's trying he's talking well, about divorcing bad. Kim and and Meek Mill is like trying to get in between of his marriage. Like none of it makes sense. It's just like your your mind is just like you're letting your mind just kind of run wild right now and just spit out all this stuff into the ether. And it's it'll, it'll create a lot of damage for yourself. Like But that's why that shit needs to be shut down right away. And yeah, this is but, and, and hold on. So I just want to like uh, can I extrapolate from this uh, from this is that you have to think about after you know four years of Trump, you have to think about what does it mean to be president? Like what is it like when you look at somebody, a politician or whoever, you look at him, you go, hey, you know what, this person could be president. Like what are the what are, if that, you were to make not, a you're list, in, you're not listening though. What? Because you're go, still going on in this president thing. No, this but is, this. Th- no, you're not. You see, you're not listening. Like he's. That's not. He's not really talking about really being president. No, he's I know, venting. but that, he's but, he's but, venting I, with the disorder. No, no, no. I'm talking from the from the outside looking in. I know what you what you just described was what's going on yeah, in his yeah. head, and I totally yeah. get that. But from the outside looking in, this guy said he's running for president. Yeah. Right. So that's how it's going to be covered. Because I don't think a lot of people talked about how he's bipolar and everything in the news. Mm-hmm. Some, a lot of people know it, that he has mental illness and he has a track record of it, of like having those outbursts, you know, the TMZ tape and all, this, all that shit he did. But I'm talking about from the outside, anybody who's looking at him right now is, is going, oh, Kanye is running for president. That's the headline. The headline is not Kanye needs help. Yeah. But so, I, I, I believe that society is a lot smarter and, and they know that like typically like has any other president got or I mean that with Trump, it, it kind of makes this a weird statement to say because with anything is possible at this point. But you, <laughs> nobody, nobody comes out and like runs for president, then starts blaming their wife of, like 40 hours later of having an affair with somebody like it's just like it's it's like career suicide, who does, like, this is not a normal thing for somebody to do. So something else is happening right now. I think you, the society is, is, is smarter to realize, hey, something, he's not, this is not like legit. <laughs> like there's something else is going on. That, there's, so I don't, I don't really think okay. there are me, real me, critical thinkers or, or I don't, uh, here, I'll say it this way. I don't think there are likely voters that are, that are taking it seriously that he is a real contender and has some real kind of policy change. Okay. Take, call take a Kanye party, out a birthday of it. party. Take Kanye out of it. Say tomorrow in a, in a uh, take tomorrow. The rock decides to run. Okay. <laughs> the rock decides to run and he's a sane person. You know, he's everybody loves him. Everybody loves his movies. He, he has his head straight. He's very inspiring. Uh, he has, yeah, he's a big dude, you know, mm-hmm. but he's one of those, like, everybody loves The Rock, right? Yeah. I don't know anybody who would say, fuck The Rock. I, I, never, right? Because <laughs> he's a genuinely good guy. Yeah. And so now you're like, okay, if The, if the Rock decides to throw his hat in the ring and say, I'm going to run for president, uh, would you go, huh, that's interesting. Yeah, let me, let me consider that. Or would you go, wait, it, there's a whole lot more to being a president than than being a, sorry, 
um, a beloved movie star. Don't say Reagan. I'm talking about today. That's not the, I mean, that's not really the question, though. Yeah, I think it is. When you see what Trump... No, what, like, because, cause, no, because the difference between The Rock and Kanye is, like you just mentioned it, Kanye has a track record of of making these announcements. The Rock doesn't have a track record of making I'm, I'm out, trying like, to move on from Kanye. statements. That's that, but that's what I was. That's what I was saying. Like, you, I mean, you, you you're stuck on the president thing, and that's why. So I don't well, know. I don't know what else. The same. The same. But the, but I think that your point back. I think that you're trying to make too is that like, and I think you brought this up also, Obi. Is that there are certain things and maybe accolades or uh, experience in politics that you kind of need to possess to be president. Um, or at least some some kind of longe- longevity with politics. And so now I feel like all these, like now that Trump's in office, and yes, is he a business person? But he's, I mean, and yes, has he been involved in politics? Of course, but not to the magnitude of being a senator or or whatever, you know what I mean? Like part, a real part of politics in that way to say, okay, I was an attorney. I was a part of society in this way. You were a business owner. And that is what you, you did. So that now it's the big question is, what is it really going to take for anyone to be president? Can Joe Schmo down the street, if you've got enough money, you can run for president? Like any celebrity, because they have tons of money and tons of followings, they can be president? Like what's really going to come of all of this? If Trump can be president, it's like the sky's exactly. the limit, I almost feel like. Trump said the precedence that, hey, if you have enough money and people right. don't like look past all your faults and all the crazy shit you've done, then you can actually become president where you have no leadership yeah. skills whatsoever right i mean you know as as you can all agree you yeah. know as everybody I mean, he in the world has, yeah he has international ties of course because of his business but that doesn't really constitute you as qualified to be president nor does kanye again it is it is always an agenda of money and and power and how many people are following you on like your twitter like, it's insane I've, I've like I've had this like uh, conversation with some uh, some really strong ride ride or die uh, conservatives that mm-hmm. voted for Trump about is Trump president material, and and I in in our discussion like Trump Trump like this will be this is gonna sound crazy what I'm gonna say Trump would be a good president if we were in if our country was like in a wartime period like if, we, if we were like if, if like if, if if like like if we were in like wartime like if if it was like during world war ii or world war or something like that he might he might actually be a good president in that situation because because the things that tr- that that really attract people to kind of liking what he does with oh this guy he he says what he wants. He doesn't care, like what the media has to say about him. He's just gonna go and take action. He's strong. He he's not afraid of making like really aggressive moves. Like if we were in war with another country that was trying to like conquer us or something, he would be a good president during that. But but the problem is, elected Trump in 2016 when our country is not at war. I, our, our, I our, well, our country. So hard our, I know, but I'm saying, but, uh, but 
our country, our, our country is not at war. What we, what we, we don't need aggressive hand, like we don't need a, a president that's a hammer that's gonna like, that's going to go and just bang and, and not and fix all these things. What we need is a president that's empathetic right now to all, like a country full of social issues. And Trump has zero negative, if you could go that far, empathy or sympathy for any other group that's not his, that's not his base. So okay. he, he, he doesn't know how to handle issues like mass shootings or, or, or Black Lives Matter or, or Me Too move. He doesn't, he, he has no idea how to do, to handle these types of situations because he's not a sympathetic kind of person. Right. These things are, these I'm things gonna, are just like black or white to him. I want to echo what Ethan said. He said, being a president and being a good president are two different things. And it's, it, it comes down to one thing, leadership. Right. A good 100%. leader, a, a, a good leader inspires, a good leader listens, listens to others. Trump doesn't listen to anybody but his head. That's it. He can't even like, he, he disagrees. Even if, it, let's say there was a war with China right now. Right, Trump being Trump will not listen to the generals. He he already doesn't. He will back out of any kind of if if any um, he has any beef with any ally, he would you know fuck that up somehow. And he will not. He and this, this, this is what pisses me off. Huh? No, I was like he doesn't know anything about like uh, compromise. No, no, but just listens to listen to the experts. Listen to science, listen mm -hmm. to generals, listen to people who know what the fuck they're talking about. He doesn't do any of that. He just goes off the cuff and goes, yeah, just, you know, drink some Lysol and you'll be fine and the coronavirus will be gone. I'm like, it's a doctor right there. That's her job to, mm -hmm. to tell you that shit. And you, you, you think that you're all of a sudden you have a degree in science? No. And the second thing, this is what pisses yeah. me off the most, is that uh, uh, when it, in, in time of crisis and it comes to, the, to making decisions, the buck stops with him and stops with the president. It's, it is your, you know, the nukes or going to war. Everything stops with you. So, and you have to take responsibility for shit that happens under your watch. Trump has not taken responsibility for anything. If something happens, they'll say, oh, it's the Democrats. Oh, it's the media. Oh, it's the other Republicans that disagree with me. Oh, it's those liberal people. It's those Antifa. It's never his fault. It's, uh -huh. He can never be wrong. The, the interview he did with Chris Wallace last Sunday when uh, Chris Wallace point blank told him, like, look, this shit is real. You've been, like, downplaying this virus thing since, since January. Oh, there's only one, one case. We're gonna, it's going to go down to zero. Oh, it's going to disappear magically. You know what his response was? I'm going to be right eventually. Yeah. He didn't own up to it's any ridiculous. of the shit he's been saying for the past four months. His answer point blank was, I'm going to be right eventually. It's yeah. going to go away eventually. It's not going to... You know, and that, it's, it's, it's going to go away. And I'm like, uh, take and, fucking responsibility for yeah. your And with your that, and with and that same point, and with that same point, you see how he just had a press conference and then he now, he finally, three months or what, we have four months, four months later since four. the quarantines happened. Yeah. And he starts saying, he, now he starts telling the public, hey guys, we should really all wear masks. Like, exactly. Thing to he do. doesn't like, own up to any of his Or mistakes. like, hey, or hey, or yeah hey guys like yeah the, the pandemic is going to get wor worse before it gets better like it, it so it takes you it like we waste all these other months because you you refuse to like accept accept that you're you're not you're not correct in this situation 
you waste all these months to finally say the correct thing and and it's just like you won't even how admit many that people, you how, how how many other people had to die like in that in that whole time while we were waiting for you to figure this shit out for you there's there's experts in your like right standing next to you that are telling you what to do and you refuse it's just it's leadership and we've all been in positions where you, you know when you're next to like a a big wig or a, a head of a company, and then all the other people, other employees start acting differently because that person's in the room. Like that's right. how the administration is when they so, see Trump there and he says, spits this ridiculous stuff, and they they just feel like, oh, like I'm this close to him, like I, I gotta go along with it because I like my position, I feel comfortable. Exactly. It's just so, some somebody somebody has to have have courage to to do what's right. And I feel like the press secretary, uh, Kaylee McEnany, like she's actually she, like she's, she's actually a, than the other one. a really smart, um, a pretty smart press secretary. But I feel I feel bad for her because she has to regurgitate this nonsense that her boss is is saying on a daily basis and try to validate it some way or another. It's just like it's when, just like at what say... point do you at what point do do one of y'all in this room start saying like, hey, like. This is ridiculous. Like how we can't defend this stuff anymore. Like it's just so, okay, it's, okay. It's out of control. So go, go back to your point. Yeah. Do you think that he would be a good president in a time of war when there's major life or death situ- decisions to make? Maybe no. not, but but he would be no. better fit for it. He that he would be doing maybe a two percent better chance at that in, in that time period than he is at this time period. That's what he's I'm been trying to uh, isolating. Uh, we we're the U.S. and I say we now, which is, sounds weird coming out of my mouth. Uh, uh, we are more isolated from the rest of the world than ever, thanks or because of him. You know, go, getting out of treaties, treating our allies like shit, going to trade war with China. Uh, Europe just laughs at, at the U.S. now. They're like, "Look, we can go to the movies. You guys can because somebody at the top is fucking up," and it, yeah. it's. And and I think that if there's one thing that uh, uh, this whole uh, situation has revealed is that yeah, America is not as strong as it claims it is. You know, Wait, and, uh, it's to a be sad time. To, to be fair though, like I've always thought this. People think that just because it's the president, like that he's the last word. It's like, you guys don't really think that there's other people below him. They're actually telling him what he should do. And then yes. obviously he's just derailing from that. And so it's like kind of counterintuitive to say that he's not making the right decisions. He's only expressing, like you guys said, his point of view, what his narrative of what he wants to say, his opinion, how he feels it should go. But there are people that are telling him, hey, you guys should wear masks. This, this is just a, pre- a preventative. It's helpful to everyone in the United States. This is how we feel like this will regulate the virus. Like People are telling him to do these things, but he is like hell bent, I feel like, on just, I'm going to do it my way, and that's it. And who, I mean, I don't know, like the impeachment thing, all of that. Like, what's really, what is the repercussion at this point that he is making decisions that are less than um, desirable for all of us because obviously we're still in this situation what is the real repercussion he's not fired you know what I mean like he's not out he didn't quit yeah and and he says that if if he ends up if he loses he he won't he probably won't leave he's already planning to appeal whatever this of course of course he does he he wins all the time in his head Um, but to, to your point 
another trait of um, of uh, leadership is as a president, like you have to set the tone. Your your job, you were put in that office for a reason because people believed in you. People think you can you can do things better. You can improve their lives. So even if you you don't necessarily know what, nobody has a plan about how to fix this virus thing. There's a race to the vaccine right now all all across the, the planet, and you know there was a the, a bunch of pharmaceutical company had to come out and say oh, we're not going to sell this, uh, this thing for profit, the, this vaccine for profit, because they actually, they were going to do that at first. But anyway, and, and now he's, he's um, oh, shit, I just lost my point. It will come back to me, come back to me, come back to me. <laughs> yes, you, you, have to, uh, you have to set the tone and you have to inspire, but you, you, you're the one who's supposed to calm people. When you think about what what Bush did during 9/11, yeah. like people hated Bush, and Bush yeah. was, was a bad president. I mean, and but you're like, you know what? This is a time where people need to get get together as, you know, as a nation and really work together and all that stuff. You set the tone. Yeah, it, he has it, done it, none of that. He's been more old. It's the Democrats, the Democrats, and Antifa. Yeah. Da, 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 da. No. You and said these the things, yeah. And you inspire things, people. Like, you like win this together. Don't be selfish. Wear a mask from the get. But no, now it's like he wears a mask and he thinks and he says he's been saying that since the get go. I'm like, no, yeah. don't can't and, and it's like things like this, like it's like that simple it's like that simple action starts blowing up into things that we have like where we are today now in Portland, where yes. where so in Portland, since since the George Floyd killing, like everybody like was disgraced, like just was upset about that and started protesting. <clears throat> and Portland, like, has been like in in all the other cities, the protests have kind of simmered down and have have stopped. Like before, it was like we've gone, we went like in Austin, we had two straight or three straight weeks of protest, but Portland has been protesting for 52 straight days since George in March. I mean, since in, in June. And so, and, it, and it's been peaceful, you know, they've been doing these sit-ins and things like this, but Trump being in the, in the office, he's just like, he, he hates the fact that this is still going on. Like, just like, just cause you dislike a protest there, there's nothing, it's peaceful. They're not destructing any property or anything. And he, now he forms this uh, secret troop unit to go in and just start snatching people, like, like without disclosing who these people are. You don't, you don't know if these people are the FBI, the CIA, the, yep. the you don't know who they, or if they're just being by or just being kidnapped by the bugaloo or whoever, or who, whoever it is, people dressed in, in camouflage gear. We saw that during the other protests when people wanted to open up the government. There's a whole bunch of you that have camouflage or military style stuff that, and they're being taken, being whisked away and taken into like your Hertz Renaissance Center car and just yeah, driven off Mark into Vance. the night <laughs> some way. Like who, like, what is this? So it's just like, and this, and, and people might have, and I'm seeing this whole rhetoric where they're trying to spin this and say like, oh man, these people, this person, they've been watching this person. They were, they were, they smashed the window or something. No, like, like, whatever they did, like, one, these are peaceful protesters. This person wasn't attacking you. This person wasn't, you didn't witness for this person destroying any property or breaking any laws. 
but they're they're protesting they're doing their first amendment right a constitutional right that we all have in this country and now you're you're snatching them up and you're preventing them from doing that thing because you don't like it and you're whisking them and you're kidnapping them essentially you're you're yeah. kidnapping them taking them away this is this is this is a major 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 issue because i think people people don't get the repercussions because if if this happens and now and then when they ask them about this in the white house he he takes he's like yeah these those are the people i sent over there like the democrat the people the governors over there were just allowing these people to keep protesting forever how long was it going to continue like forever like let them protest forever if they want to protest forever let them protest forever if they're if it's peaceful they're not harming anybody they can do it till till their heart's desire like you can't you, so, you can't you can't stop prevent somebody from doing that so at this point if we have this president that just now is is this because this is strike two strike one was in dc when he went and tear when he wanted to do that bible photo op yeah. and he went and tear gas and, and stopped those people from protesting that were standing outside the white house just holding their signs and now you prevented those people from doing their right they're not harming anybody they're not attacking anybody they're just being peaceful protesting which is their right and you went and now you stopped them from doing that strike one portland right now when you're snatching up people and whisking them into all these vans strike two like this next one is just like now he made an announcement that he wants to start sending these troops into multiple cities like including chicago just, yeah in all and these cities guess and who's paying for all of that we are and all it's of just us. like well, and this, here's the thing and this, this is a and this is a slippery slope because like if we let trump now just choose when we get to when american citizens get to kind of exercise their first amendment right let's say let's let's fast forward let's say he loses this election, Biden's in office. Is it okay for Biden now to remove the right to bear arms? Because if we allow, if we let Trump do this right now, that's the precedent that we as a country set. Like there's no, uh, you can't, you can't go back. You can't say, no, that was a different situation. Like we, he had to know if you allow him to do this right now, where he gets to pick and choose what time we American citizens get to protest. It's our first amendment. It's in the constitution. If he gets to do that, ne the next president that we have will get to choose if we get to vote or if we have like it's it, from it'll be from that point on in this country from that whoever we elect they get to pick and choose what we get to follow in this country. Yeah, and our it, our country will not be this. It will not be the same place after that. Well, he aspires. Let's let's, let's be uh, let's be honest here. He aspires to be a dictator. He won't say it out loud, but. When he's best friends with uh, uh, what's his face, uh, Kim Jong Un—not best friends, but Kim Jong Un—and he looks at all the, you know, all the other dictators, and he goes, "Yeah, Trump 2024, Trump 2028, Trump, you know, for decades and decades on up." You're like, that's really what you're think. That's really what what's in your head right now. You think you can do whatever you can sign executive orders and then things that were just going to happen. And whoever disagrees with you, the polls are fake. Um, you know, if it, if they're not in your favor, uh, anybody who says anything bad about you is, is punished and everybody who says something good about you is promoted. That's where we at now. So yeah, uh, OB sharing a video here, um, of the Portland protest and he's saying, Trump is saying, Hey, uh, you know, the, the, it, it's all, it's all, yes. it's all because of the liberal Democrats. Um, that's the reason why we're here. That's the reason why I'm sending all this, 
uh, federal police into those cities. Yeah, and it's always it always breaks down to like it, this politics. It's it's now it's it's past politic lines at this point. It's not. It, it shouldn't only be Democrats that are offended or Republicans or whichever group you want to break it up into because we all have the exact same rights. Like at this time, like all people that that were have been kind of shouting, oh, we're we're gonna turn to this communist or tyranny and all this stuff. Like it's no, it's, it's weird that the person the person that's that that supported your cause and i got to this point last night where i, I started realizing this like because you know a, a big group of us we all think that like oh man it's the the, the trump voters are 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 the ones doing this sort of come republic like they're i i i finally realized it's not really there for because they have views on certain issues that that take it or leave it like some of them you you might disagree with some of them you might agree with like it's it's Wait, that's how we kind of we that's how we compromise on on different issues but when you have somebody that come comes into your group and kind of camouflage and they say hey i feel the same, same way you do but then when they go into their that job and they start not doing the things that you thought they were going to do at that point you have to kind of it's like you have to stand up for hey you're you're not promising the things that we thought you were going to promise like you're 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 camouflage you're trying to act like you're one of us but you're not really one of us like he's not really republican or conservative like he no, he's, no, just he's just a, a he's straight narcissist he's just, just trying to play the part yeah like, you're playing he's, he's like playing dress up exactly and and the people that and the the people that are supporting him they they they're still under the, the impression that he believes what what i believe he thinks that I like all the really stuff that I'm trying to promote. Go to his golf courses. Do no, support him. Do you really like, think he'll like, welcome like, him at his hotels? But Hell yeah, no. it's, that's why. In and it's just kind of in both sides are so busy, kind of trying to point out, oh, you're being a hypocrite because look at this situation. No, you're being a hypocrite because look at this situation. Yo, at at this given point in time, we both we need to stop talking about like who cares? Like we're both hypocrites. Let's let's be done with it. But he's he's really fucking up our constitution, like the the foundation of this country right now. Like the you remember John Mathis, the the general that resigned when he attacked yep. those uh, protesters. This yeah. is a, this is a guy that's been in our military for decades, just like in in so many war battles. And this this guy, he got to the point where he's realized, yo, this president is a threat to our the whole foundation of this country. The whole like, and you, you can't you can't say you you stand for everything the military. This is one of the most decorated military vets in our nation's history, and even he can't co-sign on what you're doing right now because you're 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 really putting everything in jeopardy right now. You're you're removing people's First Amendment right. And oh, oh, hold on, <laughs> I, I, you, you sound very passionate about this. That was a long. I, I, oh my, I'm sorry. It's just it's so. <laughs> over the podcast i'm like it's right, so first. it's so bad yeah. but I, well, I know hey, i know and you're the one who said it'd be great for uh, for wartime <laughs> I, I know i know How did, i know what you mean no. are you rethinking this now when the when you, I, i'm rethinking general saying this this dude is dangerous if that's yeah. not enough to tell you this motherfucker should not be in that office period let him run his his uh his, his pageants and let him be on tv to say crazy shit call on Fox News just to give his opinion. He was harmless back then. You know, he talks about cancel culture today because people are trying to cancel him, but he's tried to he's tried to cancel people so many times over 
over the past, I mean, his entire life. And you're, you're like, how can you really, okay, that the people who support him, there's no change in them. No. There's no change in them. There's no point. I mean, if at this, and, and there's actually a lot of groups and I saw on Facebook, on Twitter, uh, that are like, hey, we are Republicans, but we're against Trump. And a lot of those people who are like, who voted for Trump in 2016 and are now realizing that this dude's a fraud. It took him that long, better late than never. But because if there's one thing that this whole coronavirus has exposed is how the lack of leadership that we have in this country, not just that, there's lack of leadership and there's incompetence. And, and you're a hundred days away from an election. So you're willing to do whatever it takes to appear like the tough guy. And, you know, nobody wants to talk about his track record on the coronavirus situation. It's like, Oh yeah, let's go after these kids in Portland. That's that's what I'm doing right now. So nobody can tell me that all the cases are going up. Well, if the cases are going up is because we're testing so much. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not how this shit works. You're now exposed for who you are and you can't stand it. And so now you're looking for things to distract everybody. And in a way it works. In a way it works. Yes, but I think, uh, man, oh man, I just feel like y'all are giving him way too much credit. Like there obviously is a separation of state with everyone chose to open the country uh, at, no, their own, like, at their own time. They but, followed but that's him. What right. But that's, but that's not, I mean, I'm not defending him, but believe me, I'm saying is you're choosing, you're, you're picking that he could have done this. He could have been more compassionate. Texas uh, government, the, the governor could have said, Hey, he could have had compassion and said, we should stay closed longer. We should have lockdown longer, just like California, just like all these other states that did stay closed. And here we are like, oh, the great state of Texas and we're opening. That's not Trump saying do or don't. That's That's us as a state. Yeah, but but these also people looking out for their political careers. Yeah, that's uh, that's like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. (laughs) It started like, because it started like with Greg Abbott, he like when governor Trump wheels kind of, when he yeah when he said hey no i think our government should start opening up by easter or something and then he yeah. and greg wanted to be the first one to kind of follow suit and so did the georgia governor yeah uh and all those people so but now when we have this spike and where we've seen the aftermath of what happened now there it's like now you're you have the courage to go against Trump and like, hey guys, this is a bad idea. I'm re-shutting down everything. Ooh. It's too oh, late. Yeah. Nice. Mind. Thank too you. Late. Thank you to, for doing this all late and after the fact. Yeah, because there's, ba- just... there's backlash now. And 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 I, I think that you know um it's it's actually a good thing that really what matters is what matters in your in your city and what matters in your in your county right what happens at the federal level is it only goes so far but at the end of the day if the mayor of austin goes yo we're going to mandate this where this mass shit and you're going to get fined if you if you don't have one and we're going to shut down everything else then and that's my decision because i think that's what's best for us and i don't care what the fuck you got to say that's my that it's it you gotta understand that this is this is for the better. Um, then that's that's good. No matter what Governor Wheel says, no matter what Trump says. Okay, yeah. uh, okay. So to be fair too, like 
So we, we keep talking about this whole scenario about leadership, right? Mm -hmm. I'll give you an example of, how, you know, I was in another country in the middle of March, rather. And I felt like, you know, we're going on this trip. It's, it's, we're going to Guatemala. It's, it's great. It was, you know, we, we had a, a, what, what a country? capacity. No, no, no. What I'm getting at is we're talking about leadership. While we were there, they shut down the borders of that country. So we weren't able to come back right away. And so in my head, I'm thinking, like, what is the president of this country saying? Like, we obviously have to figure out what's going to happen. They have literally locked down that entire country. I'm talking about curfews on you can't go out on certain days if your mm -hmm. license plate reads this color. I mean, there's none of that here. And so if we're really talking about leadership, I feel like, and, and I have two points with this, is that 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 president of that country i felt like he cared about his people and he cared about what was going on in that do you country. name the country it's guatemala i said oh i'm sorry i didn't hear yeah yeah and so um beautiful place by the way if anyone ever gets to go there you would love it um and so um but well with that being said all of those precautions have been put in place and yet they still have cases going up and up and up in that country it has not plateaued so i don't know what the answer is i don't know if it's Lock us down for a month, everybody. No one, no yeah, stores, nothing. No, there's no but, plans. But, Nobody has no, a plan. But, but Angela, if that person, if that president didn't do that, imagine how, like, since they still have cases now, imagine how much bad, exactly. how bad it would have been if it wasn't done in the first place. Yep. Right. It would be way worse than what it what's appearing right now. That's the same yeah. thing with, that's the same thing the New Zealand uh, prime minister did where they only had, when this started back in March, they only had five cases in Australia, five COVID cases. And they- In New Zealand. Or yeah, in New Zealand. And they shut down everything. Like mm -hmm. they're like, it looked like a ghost town and like there was, everything was closed. All the businesses, nothing was there. And they stayed closed for two months, like up until like the middle of May. And then they finally like open, like released the stay at home order. And everybody was, and everyone was like, at the time was giving her all this shit. Like this, this is a hoax. Like there's no, no, no outbreak happening, but she was a strong, like, you know, at certain times, like you can't always be like the good guy. Right. So people, yep. like, if you really care about people and protecting them, you, you, you can take on that burden and just handle all those daggers. That's the same thing the Michigan, the Michigan uh, governor's doing when, when she put that strict stay at home order in Michigan and they've stayed like that for how long? Andrew Cuomo did the same thing for New York mm -hmm. and, and Trump was saying, reopen New York back up. And he's like, no, I love these people. I'm protecting them. This is for the better of everybody. I know y'all will, y'all will hate me right now, but it's trust yep, me yep. in the, the end yes. result. You're going to, you're going to appreciate this. And they're look how better they're in, how much better shape they're in now. We can't even get to New York because they're, they're safe. They did the right things. Michigan is, is way better. New Zealand's way better. Like, because they, they they're not they're not these narcissists that only think about themselves and their career like they they're thinking about their actual constituent like they're they're people that they represent so here, here's what happened in uh here's what happened in georgia the governor was like we cannot mandate masks it's, it's a personal uh decision you make like you go out at your own risk i can't tell people to put on a mask you know freedom 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 we're americans blah 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 the mayor of atlanta uh, I forgot her name. Yeah, Keisha Lance. There we go. Keisha Lance was like, you know what? I'm going to mandate mask in Atlanta. This is not, we, we, we have to do something about it. And now the governor is suing her ass. Yeah. Why? So just a petty, it, it's, petty political this, this move. Is, 
it, it you're like something that should not be political at all at all has I become this this very polarizing issue where you're mm. you're liberal tree hugger if you put on a mask and you're a uh or and a freedom hater and if you don't put one yeah. on then you're this free person free thinker yeah. and you know like, better about science than no that our society has gotten to this point where people they cannot separate what's political and what's not political like you could i could i could there's some people that i know that can you could have a debate with them like hey which ones do you like better free birds or chipotle and i would say chipotle like of course a liberal would say chipotle so really like every single thing in your life is political there's no there's no other conversation that you can't that you could have that's not political i'm like i see people like that like they're so ingrained in all their ideas and thoughts that they they don't want to compromise at all because they think that you're you're making fun of them or or, or calling them like they oh have God, no way to nuts. separate it it's the it's the craziest thing it's the craziest thing but yeah, we, that's but but uh, but at the end of the day i feel like all of these things the president the governors the mayors the whoever it really Yes, should they take the accountability for what they're mandating, what they're recommending, what the CDC is saying, all those things. But at the end of the day, like, let's be honest, it is, a, it is everyone's, like, every, this whole situation requires everyone to cooperate. And that's just not what's happening, period. As, a, as everyone, I, I mean, I live uh, in the downtown area, for example, and I sometimes for work, I have to drive around and I look around and I'm seeing people congregating on a lake or hanging out on kayaks without masks and, and whatever. Like there's just so many people out and they're not wearing masks, they're not social distancing. Everyone is making their own choice of how they want to live their life, which is fine. But if you're not going to be safe, then we're all fucked. You know what I mean? It's, it's a huge difference between saying, I want to do what I want versus being safe. Like there's, I mean, there's, it, it is, I feel like it is not black and white. You either want to be safe or you don't give a shit and you're just going to do whatever you want. And it comes and it all boils down to us as people, humans. And that's not just in America. That's everywhere. Yeah. There's this video. Um, let's see if I can play it real quick. Simple so thing. It's, it's <laughs> these two, these two comedians, uh, they look like, you know, like dude bros. Uh, they go to Huntington beach in California. That's orange County, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, and they have a, a box of masks, free masks. And they're walking down the beach and they're going, hey, we got free masks. Here's one. You know, why don't you wear a mask? And some of the shit that people say, they, some of the shit that people respond to them is insane. Yeah. Let me, let, let, uh -huh. me, share, let me share this real quick because this is like, like, there's no way. But yes, stupidity <laughs> has no, doesn't discriminate. Here for the mass shortage. We've got mass. Two Orange County men got more than they bargained for when they tried to hand out free masks and record it all last week in Huntington Beach. You don't need one? No. Why not? I don't know if anybody has ever explained to you that breathing out carbon monoxide is not healthy. I heard about that, but I heard about this other thing. Called coronavirus? Yeah. Yeah, I know, but I'm not sure. I know where I'm going when I die. Do you guys? Uh, I don't know. No, I'm not the sky? Hopefully to a pokey shop. Oh, where, where do you go? Oh, you don't want to go to hell, do you? No, that sucks. Oh, wow. Tonight we spoke with Chad. So 
this 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 other guy almost was like, "Oh, uh, I breathe the the sea uh, the sea air, so uh, the the sea salt is actually helping me." I'm like, yeah. "Why?" And, that, Why? and 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 the core of it is because that they put that issue, they made that issue political to themselves. They're like, "No, this side, the left is is for mass. The right is against mass. They don't they don't you know, look at any other way that it can be. Like they don't." think of it as a public a health issue i just i just don't understand like what the hell like the, the fact that people actually think i mean okay the masks are not gonna like choke you out with carbon you're breathing your own carbon monoxide i mean doctors wear and nurses wear masks all day long i wish people would just shut the fuck up about that it's not a thing you can your dentist wears mask. masks because you because uh-huh. your breast stinks I mean, geez. I even saw like I even saw a, a meme like that a guy a guy that we know posted, and he says like all these different industries where they have different masks, and they're all like the kind of big face shield ones that have like gas like mining and stuff. Like yeah, yeah. those big. And then the, and then he and then the the this corner in the bottom said like oh the most dangerous virus, and it just shows like a regular mask, but it's what what he took. It's just kind of like. Your defense to not wearing a mask is like, are you better? Are you better fighting a virus with nothing covering all your openings or with something there? Even if it's even if it's there's no paper thin. Is it like if you that's the option? You either have zero percent, zero percent covering your your mouth or nose, or you have something. It's not a hundred percent. Nobody. It's not. No, we're not saying that the mask is one hundred percent fail safe proof. Right. But it's it, it's better. It gives you, it could give you a twenty five percent chance of protection versus zero percent with no mask at all. You rather go zero percent? Like no, if it if it's not going to be a hundred percent, I rather not wear it at all. Like what is what, what kind of I, I, I logic you, is that? I'll tell you what. Here's something that these people don't have that we have: logic. <laughs> yeah, logic. That's, that's all it is. You know, it, it, it's it's scary when you hear uh, the press secretary go, "We will not let science get in the way of reopening the schools." Mm-hmm. Like that sentence alone, we will Dude, not I was in, let I, science get in the way of reopening the schools. If I was in that room, I would stand up I and walk laughed. out. Like I would, like I I'm I give up. Uh, I gotta yeah. go. <laughs> Nothing I could say will get through to you. Well, I have a question on that note. Like, um, obviously, back we know you have a little baby boy. But what's y'all's opinion on Corona? Um, What's your your opinion on sending kids back to school? Like, I mean, I obviously have my own opinion. I have a lot of relatives that are teachers. But what's your opinion on that? Well, luckily, I mean, in my case, or just in general. Let's do your 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 case, and then so. I, I in, in my case, uh, my son is going to go to a French school here in Austin. Like, a, it's really small. They only have like 45 kids in the entire building. And the, 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 the sanitary protocols that, that are put in place uh, today because of the virus, they've been doing that for five years. And the classes have about five, like five to seven kids per class. And they rotate um in the in the building they never like they never crossed paths uh you so bougie you think french people ain't gonna get corona or what no i didn't say that i'm just saying that 
when it comes, because here's here, the problem with op- reopening the schools is that nobody from at the top has said, look, if you're going to reopen the schools, here's what you need to do. Th- that's what's yeah. the, that's what the problem is. Cause they reopen schools in France, they reopen schools in Europe, but they said, here are, here's the plan. You got to have like when it's recess time, the kids got to be apart or, uh, the, here's how your, your classroom is laid out. This is how you does- laid out but those things are unrealistic when you're talking about children. No, no, no. no. Like, well, hold, hold on. There's, there's, there's um, reopening daycares versus reopening like middle school, high school type stuff. Yeah. So let, let's not let, let's not put those in the same. I mean, colleges are not are not reopened. Uh, I mean, no, daycares are not are not reopened. But what what I'm saying is, unless someone comes up with a plan and said this is based on the data, based on experts, based on everything, here's how it would operate. So you need to have, uh, I don't know, Clorox wipes at every table. The, need, the tables need to be five feet apart, six feet apart. And we, you can't have recess with all the classes outside together. Uh, parents need to get tested before, or you should like scan their, um, like no parents is allowed inside the school, for example. St- little things like that. That yeah, that could yeah. be implemented, and that would at least minimize the risk. It's not. It's not like there's going to be zero risk, no matter how yeah. you you slice and dice this thing. Wait, but dude, nobody I, has a plan. I, I, like and my, what they're saying right now is just yeah, reopen the schools. They'll figure it out. That's basic. That's what they're saying. Yeah, I have like my so my thoughts on uh on school reopenings is this because I've I've given this like a lot of thought. Um. You're a thinker. We can't, we can't, we can't, we can't just like, uh, we can't just not live our lives because of coronavirus. Coronavirus is like, it's here to stay. Yeah. So, so in terms of like, and I, and, and so in terms of everyone has to go back to school, like from all levels, from like elementary to like college, you, what, what I think should happen, you should put people in two different tiers. Like you should have, your people that don't have any like uh, life-threatening kind of uh, like underlying diseases go like go back to like school let's say that's tier a go Mm -hmm. back to go back to whatever school they have with just basic covid guidelines like hand sanitizer possibly wearing masks wash your hands and, every hour. And, and washing masks and temperature checks so if you if somebody shows up to school that that has a temperature you send them home for the day or something basic just mm-hmm. just do basic because those people like i mean you, you like yes of course there's going to be asymptomatic people like there we, there's nothing you can do about asymptomatic people that's that's on that person's discretion but then ha- let's have this other let's have this other tier b group and let's call them the high risk group, people that do have underlying like conditions. And let's let's put like a, a program like for whichever, no matter which school they go to, every single school comes up with like a a, a high risk um, <clears throat> learning plan where they will they all either are taking their classes all online, where they're they're kind of put at minimal risk. Of, of kind of getting COVID and putting their health at risk or they're, they're actually attending school all in the class together, but they, they have stricter, stricter COVID guidelines where these people have to be tested every two days or, or they, they have to kind of 
their 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 classrooms are spaced six feet apart from each other. Like have, have and let the parents. The parents are the final judge yeah, for too. for if which you're not comfortable one with that. Then don't which, send whichever would you would send? Put your kids in whichever one you're more comfortable with. For the ones that think your kids will be okay, that are that this this COVID is not going to take them out or, or hurt them that much. Put them back into school with just basic guidelines. That's their group. The ones that the kids that have these other health conditions that are super, super like sensitive, the school will provide a, a more advanced, advanced like safety measures and proceed that way. It's not yeah. this like everyone's looking for this like cookie cut way to over. It's to, not, to, it's to, not, it, not where like it, that's every the parents have to manage do you know your kids conditions some have peanut allergies some have this some have lupus some have whatever it is you mm -hmm. know the strength of your kid well you, no, so you, here's here's, well, here's the reality uh, obi mm -hmm. what you just outlined is a better plan than anything that's been proposed right now because when betsy devos her dumbass goes on tv <laughs> and and they ask her so what's your plan to go uh they need to, they need to go back to school and we actually We'll we'll uh we'll take away funding for schools that don't reopen. Yeah, it's just and like, you're like, how do you and they and they turn it back into something political oh, again? Right. Yeah, the Democrats. It's the Democrats. The Democrats. They, like, they want to close like the schools. Like, I don't know yeah. how good it is. But it's like, it's like being, everything is not like <laughs> these are pub. These are public health issues. Fake news. It's fake news. <laughs> I'm telling you, okay. And Betsy, <laughs> and when we had the conversation earlier about like our leadership, she's, she is prime, like exhibit a she knows of, nothing. Uh, of, of somebody that you, she got her job because she donated a lot of money to the Trump campaign. And she's doing a fantastic and, job. And she, she, she fantastic bought her position. Job. She bought her position. You're not even, yeah, you know nothing about bitch. this. You just, you, you literally bought. I wish, like, I wish I had money. I could just buy my position. <laughs> like, I'll buy. Let me buy being the CEO of Amazon and call uh, it a wrap. <laughs> like, no. Like, it's just it's so weird when somebody has you know no what? qualifications, but sorry, they make Angela, all the rules. Oh, sorry. So I just wanted to make, like add one more question to that question. Like, so then, really, what what is the opportunity here for the parents that work? Like what if you don't have the option to stay at home with your kid? What if you yourself have yeah. to go to work? That's, it's that's not really a really the end. You know what I mean? Like a, what? Yeah, I, I mean that's look, why that's why I said there has to be like this tier B that the schools provide like a more advanced setting you know what? for yeah. for those. What what I, what I would do, um, and maybe Marcy's listening. I don't know, <laughs> but I'll probably hear about that later. Yeah. Um, so I I think that um, if you can't have daycares are closed, you can't send your kid back to school, then you rely on your community. So you talk to your neighbors, for example, or you talk in, in your neighborhood and you go, hey, uh, let's all get tested or let's, let's help each other out. So uh, we're lucky because um, Bakery's nanny like can watch him like twice a week so that we can work. And she's been tested. She's not doing it. She's not going anywhere. And, you know, we, you know, we're, we, we trust her. But I think if this kind of uh, get together 
um, happens more within your community, within your neighborhood, and you go, okay, uh, come up with a plan with your with your neighbors and say, okay, you're gonna go play next door so mommy and dad can can work, and then the next day we'll rotate with your kids or whatever, some something so that parents can get a, can get a relief. But it's got to be it's got to be clear. It's got people got to uh, you know you can't deal with with uh, with families that that don't wear masks, for example. Uh, and I think that. I think that's where it starts. If it can't be done at this at this federal, state, or city level, then it's on you to organize. Yeah, uh, um, Sonata makes Sinaida a point. Said, yeah. <laughs> uh, currently, they're going to have students six to eight per class. Students are moving classes. Move teachers move around. Yeah, not a bad idea. Not a bad that's idea. That's a good idea. You know, and teachers wear masks or. Uh, uh, kids in upper classes have to wear masks because they they might be more uh, uh, susceptible to 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 carry it even if they're in, uh, asymptomatic. Oh my gosh! Yeah, there's a peer that um, that is in the photo booth community that basically his kid got it and at a party and then brought it home and got the entire family infected. There you go. Not to mention now that the guy is oh. the father is on life support like this i mean uh he was on a ventilator i mean now he's not but and he's getting better but like i mean my god you just you just, every day you go outside it's a risk 100%. you know what you know what's what, what what's interesting is that and I, I saw an article about how influencers are throwing these parties now like mm-hmm. jake paul whoever the, the fuck that guy is the guy from youtube yeah, this is the second time I've heard his name today. Yeah, like he threw a big party at his house, and like all these like Instagram models and all that stuff, like they throw these parties every once in a while. You see these uh, these videos of huge groups of people getting together, usually young folks in their twenties, who are less susceptible to 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 uh, to carry it. No, not not necessarily. Sorry, not not to carry it, but. To get, get it. sick, it? no, to get sick and to show symptoms, but they, they go home and get and 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 pass it to their entire family, and so uh, it, it's huh. weird that these are people who I don't like the term influencer, but that's what they they're called. You know, these are people that other people look up to uh, and want to model their lives after. And here they are going, eh, the virus, whatever. I'm having a party. Yeah, everybody's been been tested then or probably not nobody wears a mask and everybody's drinking and people kids even throwing these uh um you ever heard of those corona parties have you heard of those like the what the kids in lakeway <laughs> like they get yeah. together and see who's gonna catch it like some kid died and his last words were literally i thought it was a hoax and then yeah. it, it's, it's it's sad i mean if if, if one thing is gonna it's one thing's gonna take this country down is the lack of trust in science and uh-huh. the lack of trust in uh, authority and or in the lack of leadership. That's three things. But mostly it's I, like you, you don't believe in experts. I, I was just on a Zoom call with people before we started this show. And one of the conversations we were talking about was uh, the vaccine, how and just took a, like a, a quick poll, like how many people are going to take the are going to get the vaccine? And less than fifty percent of the people are going to talk on the show. On, on get the vaccine. Yeah, we and talked about just, it here. I don't want to. I, I know back, but it's just yeah. like where it's like, but it's just uh, 
it, it's like uh, when this vaccine actually comes out, I feel like that's we're going to be gone. in this. We're going to be in a bad pool because this is that vaccine is basically going to act like this placebo for the country. Once we, we get the vaccine, people are going to think like, OK, everything is all good. We could go back to normal. But majority of the people are not going to take it. <laughs> so we're going to have we're, we're, we're going to have this big flare up of this all over again. Because oh, yeah. so many people distrust science and they dis- or they distrust you. the company that made the vi- the the thing. Like it's just so. so I, I I have two cents about that. Okay, so I'll give you an I'll I'll be to- totally candid here. I have never taken the flu shot. I I I mean I probably did when I was a kid, right? Because you had to to go to school or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like as an adult, I've not done it. I've never gotten the flu. And do you plan on taking this vaccine? No back what about you i'll take it I, really? I plan on i plan on taking the vaccine I'll take, yes no, the, the, the problem is not taking it the problem is having access to it that's yeah, what's going to be that's what's going to suck because I, like i said all these companies are going yeah we're not going to sell it for profit there's going to be a, a price tag and i guarantee you athletes actors celebrities politicians they're all going to get it first here and, and then gonna... and then the people on the street are going to get it last because you have to have health insurance. And if you don't have health insurance, you're fucked. And then the health, the, the, the insurance companies are going to have, want to, you know, get a piece of that. And so th- th- there's going to be, like I said, it, the, the, this, this situation, this pandemic has revealed so much about the legal system, the healthcare system, the unemployment system, the housing system, the le- all of the social system, a lot of, sh- a lot of, a lot of things, a lot of infrastructure, that we thought, yeah, they were not great, but they worked somehow. We, we've made it this far. And now it's like, holy fuck, we have to rethink everything. And if right. you, if and, you well, can I Can I ask you this question? What is your reason for not taking the vaccine, Angela? Um, the, the coronavirus one or regular? Yeah, when COVID. the COVID taste when the COVID uh, vaccine, why, why are you planning on not taking it? Or why were you planning on not taking it? I haven't really thought that through per se. Because no, because there's there's a reason you're like you're you're saying no. What you is the reason? It. I don't. Good. I what don't. I don't. Okay, say, yeah. that's that would be the reason I don't. Trust yeah, you don't trust it. it. Yeah, I, and also to 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 the point of that is that I, it's frustrating for me to always acknowledge this. Like you know, I I know that it's a virus. I know you can't kill a virus, but I guess you can to some degree because if you're selling you know medications to or, or I'm sorry, um, sanitizing things that kill virus, right? So then how can we not kill this virus? Like, how can we not cure this? And that's really ultimately what you said about the health, we're realizing all of this. Like, why isn't the emphasis on how can we cure the virus or cure you, not with a vaccine, with a cure? Why not? Why isn't that being explored? Why aren't they saying the, this pill, is that what the you will is? no but the, 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 cure, the cure is the vaccine. Yeah, that's not the cure. The, the, the cure, the cure, the cure is in your body. Your body is making the cure. The vaccine is is taking a controlled dose of what that virus is. So you're not overwhelmed. Your body is not overwhelmed with by just you going out and meeting with random people. And now you get a, your whole body is overwhelmed with COVID. Just plan ahead. Take a small dose of like like the like the flu vaccine. Get the small dose of the flu where you're not going to be out for a week, like some out for weeks because 
you your body just got overwhelmed by it just take a small dose your body makes all the antibodies to fight it and, and defend itself so now you're protected mm-hmm. moving forward right like oh sinida said i don't get flu shots either probably won't get COVID either um if I, you can i agree with cat though that first I'm, not I, the first I think of it i, I think yeah, of but it that's like what everyone update <laughs> that, that's what everyone that, like, even even the people that are saying that they're going to take it that's what everyone's stance is they're like i don't want to take the beta version i want to wait till, till 2. 0. the 2.0 I mean, comes no, out no i'm not a 2.0 I, I, the one one would be fine if there's a hot fix for it i'll take the hot fix i'm just gonna stay my ass at home how about that but why but we'll never see you again but back why 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 do that because if you you're you believe in science do you not believe that the science will will get this one right Well, I, I, why will I, this science be wrong and then the 2.0 be correct? I don't know. It's the same thing because it's a year. Because see, now you have the same logic Angela has. It's like no, Angela says she won't take it at all. I so said the I'll whole, take it. It's, but, but it's coming from mistrust. You don't trust it. And she doesn't trust it. So um, do you just trust like, our government right now? Or, or, or I, just, I don't know. There's just I, so many. Honestly, I, 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 I honestly don't think that whatever... Um, well, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to put that out. Well, I'll just say it, but I don't think it. it that's what's gonna. What's what's gonna be. But like I said, it, it it won't be about the quality of the the vaccine itself and how you know effective it is. It's more about whatever's gonna come out. Where who's gonna get it first, and is it gonna be accessible to to everybody? Which I don't think it will be. I, I, so it, from, no matter, I'm no matter, from gauging from how many people say they're not going to take it. I think we're going to have a plethora of vaccines because so many people yeah, so okay, okay, not let's, trust let's, it. Let's, let's put it this way. That's fair. Let's say, say. Let's say to, 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 there is a race happening right now in England, uh-huh. in France, even in Africa. They're, they're working on that and they didn't have that many cases compared to the U.S. But they're not, they're not, they're not on the same testing level as we are. Point is, whoever's going to get the, there's going to be You know, maybe a Chinese vaccine, a French vaccine, a German vaccine, an American vaccine. Yeah. Which There's, one do you get? I'm now, get if you say, now, if you say, I, I don't trust the China one because it came from there. <laughs> and then you go, wait, hold on. If it came from there, maybe they have a better idea of, you know, I'm, I, I'm I don't saying. know. So it, it, yeah, because that's what, because that's what I'm like. It, that's what's like. Uh, there's so many different companies working on this vaccine. Like, can, can you list uh, one of those companies? Right now, that's uh, making the vaccine. Right, no, look. don't look. No, I, I can't. I, I can't right now. I have to see, look it up. Because, see, like, because I know like, different if, countries. If, but I, I said that because, like, if but because both of y'all gave me the answer, no, that I'm not gonna take it. Like, if the reason was no, I'm not gonna take it because so and so, like, let's call this Equifax company. I know it's not Equifax, <laughs> but Equifax. let's say, <laughs> yeah, right. It just sounds I want, like I want, it, it I sounds like a, to work it on sounds like a medical company, but it's not a medical. But let's say they make the vaccine, like they have a bad track record like with Merck making is, vaccine. Johnson and Johnson, Merck, it's sir. It's uh, Pfizer, uh, no, Pfizer's not. Uh, but they're probably going to sell it. Hmm. Uh, Pfizer, Moderna. the same one that makes Viagra is going to be making a vaccine. Yeah, do you trust that shit? Because Viagra works. <laughs> Man, they maybe don't. Uh, Sinovac. That's uh, something in else with that vaccine. They'll probably make you arouse while you take it. You know what? They're going to ac- accidentally get it. They're going to try to fix something else and they'll go, oh, yeah, guess what? This also fixes this. They, and by the way, the side like effects are. 
This was going to end some, death. For some reason, that company always likes to make 50, their medications do 50-50. It does this and it does this. Like, yo, I didn't come here for a BOGO. Like, what is this? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Pfizer is working on it. Pfizer is working on it, correct? Yeah. But I'm saying, so every country is going to have one, yeah. right? So that means that it, it, it's like, it, it, this is what it will be like. It's like walking, going to CVS and getting something for your allergies. You're, yeah, you, you're you faced whole, with uh, all these different things that have different packaging and different, not saying it's going to be available at a CVS, mm-hmm. but it's the same concept in the sense yeah. that everybody's going to have a vaccine and you'll be like, which one's the right one? Which one works for me? Because some, you know some people go Advil, some people go Tylenol, some people go some other shit. You know what people always choose? Whichever one's the most expensive. Because they'll yeah. think that that's the that exactly. must be the cor- that must be the one that's correct. Because it must on, be expensive on, for a Wait, reason. Do you trust the CVS vaccine? <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. But for some reason, whenever 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 you get sick, you always go for that that that. Oh, give me the one that's that's fifteen. That okay. that must be the strongest thing, and I want this to go away now. So I'm not gonna get this this four dollar one. You, I'm going to go for the $20 one. So no you would buy, no you'd buy Braun before buying the HEV toilet paper, uh, paper yeah. towels. I, right? look at the, I look at the ingredients and I look at both of them. I was like, these are the same exact ingredients, but this box is pink and this one is blue. This one's <laughs> the top shelf. This one's, I, I mean, this is going to be a whole marketing you know, effort just to market. The, I don't think they'll have to market it really, but if each company, and this, they're just saying now that, hey, we're not going to do this for profit. But come on, of course you know how much money profit. you'd make? That dude, that's that, why, that that's farmer why H- bro who, who jacked up prices for, a, uh, for that medication, like he's able to do that. And that's why they do all stopping the stocks, them from doing it. That's why the, the eight companies that, that are working on this vaccine, they all, all their stock prices all jumped up because it's like playing the lotto. You have eight shots to like guess which one is going to be the one that's coming out with this vaccine first so I could get this big... Uh, this big surge in, in money when this thing hits the market. Dude, any of them, like once all of them come out, eventually you'll, you'll make your money back in the stock market because they, yeah, you will, they, but it's a, it's a, it's a market. It's yeah. But at the same time, because I think cause that aspect is there, it's just part of, it's just part of real life. That's why people are like, man, look at this proves my point. They're only in to make money. Like, at this, but at the same time, they're still using science. To, it has to it has to do what it says that's why we have the fda to kind of regulate but but that i guess that's the one that might be the one valid point people might have for distrusting it because they went and cut through all that red tape to kind of speed it up so we could get it faster so we right. could kind of get our whole economy back to normal that they they're not going through all the rigorous testing with it to make exactly. sure exactly so no, do you trust that batch if they go, we want to be right. We don't. We, we want to be the first, not right. I, we want to be the there, first. Because yeah, even though we don't have that checks and balance, I think there there is still another form of checks and balance with it, which is there's so there's so much worldwide attention on this vaccine. It would be so foolish, so foolish to try to rush out your other side projects and claim that's the vaccine. You that would bankrupt your company. You would you would face crimes for putting out something that would actually hurt people in doing that. So I feel like as, as a safety for a company, you would want to ensure that this is safe for people to use. And, and you're not going to jeopardize. Like if this is like some other hidden medication that just kind of got snuck into the market, this is like, this is the number, number one waiting medication that people are waiting for there. That's the check and balance that I, 
I'm trusting right now. Well, Sharma uh, is clowning us in the in the comments, saying we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. What but, does she uh, mean? What, what, like about what? About the Germany. vaccine and everything. But my, 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 all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is this: if it was, so Germany's working on one, UK, China, Australia, and of course the US. Um, if it was like a, hey, let's take the best doctors, the best scientists out of all the, all the, all the countries, there's got to be some kind of international group or something. Say, hey, you guys, we're going to give you the best, all the resources you need. We're going to get you all the personnel, all the equipment you need, and you're going to be, we're going to put you in this building and you're going to figure this shit out all together as scientists, not as I'm German, I'm, 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 I'm British, I'm, I'm U.S. and I represent Pfizer and I represent Merkin, you know, Merkin Co. It's, um, it's, that would give people more hope. And I think more uh, uh, pause about going, hey, yeah, I don't trust this shit. But now that it's turned into a, a, a competition, eh. Anyway, we, we've been talking for, for a while now. Uh, I guess some, 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 uh, I hate to stop it on this because I think this is, this is very interesting. And again, we're no scientists. We don't claim to be, uh, we, this, after this how show. we feel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after the show, we're going to be talking somewhere. Yeah. Uh, uh, real quick. When have they had all what, three of us together? Sorry. What's, what's your dope shit to share? Obi. Oh, you, one? you just spr- sprung it on me. Go. I don't know. You share yours. Okay. I share mine. <laughs> um, there's this guy on Instagram It's called the questions hip hop. It's a hip hop trivia show that he does one on one with, um, like, with artists. Like he he had Questlove. He 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 had he had Just Blaze tonight. He's had like uh, Skills and Peter Rosenberg, um, uh, Joe DeRosa, the comedian. And it's like a trivia game where it's like uh, you know he I play a sample. Well, guess who sampled this? Here's a a little piece. Uh, uh, a snapshot of, of a album cover. Like, tell me what the uh, what the album is. Uh, here's another trivia about you know rapid fire type of stuff. And it, it's very if you're a hip hop fan, it's a lot of fun. He moved it to Twitch. It's called the Questions Hip Hop. Just look it up on Instagram and on Twitch. Uh, I think he does it every every other day or something like that. But it's very interesting. So that's my dope shit for the week. That is dope. What do you uh, got, Angela? Um, okay, so mine's kind of cheesy, I guess, because obviously we were limited on the fact that we can't travel. But I ended up stumbling upon this website called World Nomads. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that. Nope. Um, basically, it's like a kind of like kind of like a feedback setup where you can basically talk about your travels. Obviously, it talks about coronavirus and like the travel bans and what you can expect while you're in said country whatever and they actually have it like classified like per country you can like see what there is to do there what to do's and don'ts also with the whole COVID thing inspired in there there's manifestos from like different travelers like it's pretty cool um again it's worldnomads.com but it's not anything specific there's no agenda of me putting that it's just more um actually I guess I can screen or share my screen got it oh okay um and so that's it um i thought it was pretty cool i i explored it a little bit but um there's there's some agenda to it like traveling with um like travel insurance things like that but in most of it want to hop on a plane right now no no i'm not talking about now i'm just saying like in the future it's a pretty good um like little 
website that you can go to and, and kind of share your stories with other fellow travelers. But that's a long way away, but I thought it was cool. Cool, thanks. Obi, what do you got? Um, there's this cool place in, a, in Austin called Wonder Space. Have y'all heard about uh, Yeah, I saw, it, I saw it on Instagram. What, is it a museum yeah. or something? It's like a light installation. Uh, oh, yeah. Building, oh. Like here, like, uh, and it looks so, so dope to me that I want to go check this place out. Like it has like these cool, like a cool room like this. If oh, that was in that. John Wick, dude. That looks so cool. Yeah, that, that's actually what that room reminds me of. Like, there is a room like that in that movie. But, like, and it has different rooms that kind of look like this. And that I just thought so it was a cool thing. Like, if you want to just get out of the house, and I think uh, you're allowed, like, one at a time. So you're not surrounded by a massive amount of people. But, like, I no. thought it was something cool to go check out. And that then, is tight. Oh, and bonus uh, dope thing. Uh, Mike Tyson's back. <laughs> He's going to be fighting <laughs> Roy Jones Jr. in September. So I am definitely going to be watching that. Everyone else should too. Uh, it's going to be amazing to see Mike Tyson back in the ring. Yeah. Like, one of my oh, favorite yeah. fighters ever. Yo, whoop some ass. I hope still, mm -hmm. this dude can still, oh man. I just wanted to say um, and ask if like anyone that's watched tonight, like if you guys have any like cool articles to share with us about like you know, credible information. I would love to see that. Oh, Sean May is the expert now, so she gonna she gonna send us. Uh, shout out, shout out to everybody May, in the chat. Uh, everybody yeah. who commented, thank you for your. Yeah, Paul Erickson's uh, been with us. Yeah. Paul's in the house. Cat's in the house. Um, I saw Boris earlier. Marcus um, Hewitt. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Shout out to Sonata too. Ethan. Yeah, we shout out all of our friends. People are like, who the fuck are these people? <laughs> no, I see all these, all these names that, that dropped in. Yeah, I mean, it was a lot of old school. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so Obi, thank you as always. Angela, you want to plug your shit? Are, mm -hmm. Do you have anything you want to plug or people find you or you're not doing anything? No. Pick photo booth. You don't want to plug Pick photo booth. You want to set up a photo booth? <laughs> oh, in, man. You can, re you can reserve for next year. Hey, yeah. you can set, up, set up in the park. Like, put your shit in the park. People, I mean, hopefully. Yeah. I don't know. No, I'm just we, we're, that, Paul, we can, Paul we can... plug your thing in the chat. Yeah. All right. Uh, as always, uh, make sure you follow the feedback on the social medias um, everywhere. <laughs> uh, I just released two episodes uh, this week uh, featuring Kimberly K. Scott. Uh, really interesting. We talked about uh, mental illness. We talked about homelessness. We talked about uh, saving money. I mean, it was all all, all across, uh, all over the place. But it was a great yeah. conversation. Shout out to Kim. We uh, talked about and, a lot today, too. Yeah. Huh? We talked about a lot today, too. Yeah, we I did. just I know. There's, like, so much. Now, now that we've done this, like, just bringing it back to old school of our conversations, like, I just feel like there's so much more to talk about. Um, like, we, can, we, can go, we can go for hours. Um, I know we're we're about to reach two right now, and I'm trying to keep it on <laughs> mm -hmm. around one thirty. But these are good topics to talk about. Yeah. You know, yeah. so you, realize I mean, we that, may... you realize that feedback hit ten years today. I mean, this no. year. It will this yeah. year, yeah. October. The launch was in October. We've been joining us for ten years, and we have not. We changed should at do. All. We should do a virtual party. Oh, there, there people are starting to do that. Did you see that? Uh, Tanache had like a virtual concert. Like I mean, she, virtual concerts are happening all over the place. Like, yeah, I don't like, know, I, but like to the point where it looked like she was in like, you know how uh, that uh, what's that guitar game where guitar there's like hero? a three, guitar like, hero? yeah, 
where there's like a 3D like character in the game and she's just you hear her voice she's performing her songs but you're just watching the the virtual character just perform is that on the, a st- is that the third so dope shit bizarre. you want to share <laughs> I, yeah that's my third one you can watch it tonight virtual <laughs> concert no i like it when the dj's like um like dj hella yellow does a lot of um of co- like well not concerts but playing music and that's become oh, such a popular DJs, thing i dude. love it Mel, I love Mel, it. I know. DJ Mel every Saturday, 6 p.m. to, to 10 p.m. Yeah, him, uh, people dancing in the living rooms. Those always dope. So there's plenty of, of, uh, of music out there. Uh, and don't tell you me wanna... you're bored. You cannot be bored. I don't care what you got going on in your life. You cannot and, be bored. Unless you don't have you... internet, then you're fucked. But other yeah. than that. If you uh, want to reminisce too, let... <laughs> go back to the feedback uh, YouTube page and watch Angela do all of our feedback parties yeah all of our videos because yeah we have so many of those you'll see oh my god all, all the people in this chat like paul's in those videos Kat's yeah in those videos. Pat's in the videos Sonida. <laughs> yeah a lot, of, a lot of the crew from back then we're getting old folks but oh, we're getting man, old every second so oh, oh, oh well <laughs> fuck it i'm not gonna end on it fuck it all right Thank you so much for lis- for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the Feedback Podcast. Uh, everywhere you listen to podcasts, we'll do this every Thursday. Uh, next week, we'll see who comes on, and we'll talk to you then. Thank you so much. Ciao, ciao. Peace.